Hi, I'm Kenzie Fell, producer and co-host of McGowan Braybender's podcast channel, Side Effects. We are celebrating a first for our show by welcoming an assistant college professor and educator from the University of Cincinnati. We are excited to introduce Robert Higgins, who is both a professor of insurance and risk management, as well as the director of professional and industry engagement at the Carl H. Lindner III's Center for Insurance and Risk Management at UC. Bob graduated from the University of Kentucky with a Bachelor of Business Administration degree and continued on to earn his Master in Business Administration from Xavier University. In 2004, he then received his Bachelor of Science in Insurance and Risk Management from Excelsior College. Additionally, Bob holds several professional industry designations. Bob has been an educator at UC for nearly five years and is known as an absolute legend of insurance and a great person overall. His students say he makes the topic of insurance come to life. We are thrilled to have him on our show today. Without further delay, here is Bob Higgins. I'm Scott McGowan. I'm Kenzie Fell. And I'm Anne Marie Singleton. Now, I think even for our listeners, too, I think what's important is um, we might be right, we might be wrong. But one thing is, we're not afraid. Our goal is to get you to think about things a little differently. And we're unscripted. We just have free reign for 20 minutes. Welcome to Side Effects with an A. Bob, thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. So, Kenzie, walked through your background, by the way. UK grad. Cats had a big win last night. <laughs> uh, UC, Xavier, just, you know, you're fitting it all in one big can. But uh, uh, what you also have other insurance background. So, as we were kind of walking through the building, you kind of walked through your experience as, uh, actually as a broker. Right, right. So, uh, real quick on, on who I am and all that good stuff. <laughs> Uh, I started with uh, Fireman's Fund Insurance Company back in uh, like a thousand years ago and, <laughs> and started in Louisville. Got transferred here and stayed with Fireman's Fund. And then the branch manager went over as the president of Kreidler Shell, which was a long, very well-known name in the in the community, whatever. Oh, yeah. It goes back to 1876. So I went with them and then uh, a little bit of a stint with a large broker. And then back when Bob Schiff of Cincinnati Insurance fame uh, bought the agency and then retired from them after they sold to Gallagher, uh, which is, I, I lasted with Gallagher like five years. Gotcha. It's an impressive background there. Yeah. So we're, our main reason today is to discuss the Center of Insurance and Risk Management. Yeah, let's get away from me. Yeah, yeah. I know. <laughs> so if you can tell us a little bit about how, how new it is, how long has it been mm -hmm. around, that kind sure, of stuff. Sure, sure, thanks. There's really two dimensions. So we have our academic part of it, and then we have our external or reach the community part. So um, through a very generous uh, endowment and gifting, the uh, the Carl H. Linder III uh Center for Insurance and Risk Management was created that has multiple purposes, uh, research. It also has outreach to industries uh, where we have workshops and seminars on risk management and, and various topics. And then uh, we have the academic side, which is the degree program at the University of Cincinnati where students can get either a major or a minor in insurance and risk management. That's awesome. Did, so did you see a strong need to start a degree like this? Um, we were talking earlier. Actually, University of Cincinnati had a, a, an insurance degree program back in the 90s. 
and uh, either because of support or number of students, it just kind of fell off. Um, and then again, with the endowment, the gift that was given, the program came back. There's wow. a huge need for insurance talent because of the baby boomers retiring, which yep. I'm unfortunately is one. <laughs> but um, I'm with you in that. Yeah, I'm close. So our industry, they uh, somewhere around 2.4, 2.5 million, and 400,000 are the baby boomer generation that are all retiring. So how does the insurance community that didn't do a very good job of succession readiness or bringing up talent so they don't know where they're going to find people to replace us senior people that have 20, 25, 30 years experience? You know, when you think of the students, so um, we were blessed to have two of your students, Matt Link and Hydea. Yes. Um, just amazing. Matter of fact, we saw Matt walking in and yeah. Hydea yeah. is just a, she's a rock star. Yep. But when, when you bring people into your class, students, um, how do you get them excited about this industry? Because let's face it, they're probably not that excited when they sign up. Is that is that fair or unfair? Um, I'm a little bit an unusual professor type coming from, private, from the industry. Right. So uh, I'm a firm believer that in the classes they have to do case studies. And they have to do it in front of everyone. Mm. So if there's 60 in the classroom, auditorium type setting, they have to come to the front get in front of everybody and explain what are you going to do about this. Wow. So it's it's way more than just textbooked. Um, so th insurance isn't that boring. I, I've, again, I would do it all over again. I tell the students that. You know, every day is different. Every client has their own needs. Uh, if you work for the insurance company, the, they're always coming out with new products. You have to continually learn to stay on top of your game. So very few industries challenge you every day, and you want to wake up and go to work. Well, you know, in this industry, too, it's it's almost 18% of the GDP. This yeah. is not going away. Yeah. Hmm. So uh, we have 100% placement, even as uh, they're not even graduating yet, you know, on our, our summer interns and year-round. So we have more companies than we have students to hand to them. Wow. So which is good, because then I can tell the freshmen, if you get on board with insurance risk management, as either a major reminder, then I'll get you a job. Mm -hmm. Just, it's that simple. How big are your class sizes right now? You said about 60? Uh, the more advanced ones are going to have anywhere from 25 to 30 students. And then the principal's class, which I teach, that's a larger uh, uh, group of people. That's typically 55 to 60. So there's definitely interest. People are signing up for this to class this degree, you, Mr. Yes. Professor? <laughs> Some of it, though, is they can take it as a, an elective, as a finance major. Okay. So cool. that's fine. Uh, you know, we find them as we find them, and then we convince them that insurance is the way to go. So uh, the, the changeover rate from just we're going to be a finance student, whatever, to the insurance risk management is actually pretty simple. Uh, and we, we pull, well, <laughs> I, I went uh, into the program as a full-time professor three and a half years ago. Before that, okay. I was just a, a one-night adjunct instructor. Okay. And um, we had maybe 30 students two and a half years ago, and we're now over 100. Wow. wow. So it doesn't sound like much, but we're 16th largest in the country now after a very, very short time of putting this back up on the map. So, um, you know, it just – it. it amplifies even more the need to find students because if we're the 16th largest with a hundred and some students right there's if you add them all up all across the country we don't have enough people students coming out to go into insurance 
Right. And what other schools do you know of that have a program like this? There's about 60 schools that offer uh, a degree of some kind in insurance risk management across the country. Some of them go back into the 80s and 90s. Mm-hmm. Um, Temple, Georgia, there's there's quite a few very good programs. And again, that's where we're marrying or trying to be just like them. Wow. So, uh, again, our goal is to be in the top 10 within the next two years. Well, you're well on your way. Yeah, we're, we're doing very well. Yeah. So, you know, Bob, you and I grew up probably in a world where um, we didn't have, everybody had a typewriter and word processors uh, were rare. <laughs> Ab- so, Abacus. Yes. So when you go back and you think about how this industry has changed in the last like 10 years, data analytics, you know, the things that are coming through. And so if you think about, uh, you know, the students that are coming into your classroom, what are they most interested in? What are they most curious about? They, they have a, predisposition because of sometimes their parents that insurance is the used car salesperson waiting for the car to park and then go chase the yeah you know the customer or prospective customer around the parking lot so i have to get them past that that this is pretty darn exciting positions that you can do everything from actuarial science to predictive modeling and data analytics to uh forensic accounting i mean you name it it's like i, I tell them it's no different than u.s bank Mm-hmm. Uh, U.S. Bank brings in premium, you know, what they charge their customers for loans and whatever. They have risk because if the loans go bad, they have to take care of it. And then in between that, all that money gets invested somewhere. So insurance companies really the same mechanism. People pay their premium in. The insurance company finance people invest it. And then when there's a bad event that happens to an individual or their family or business, then the insurance company helps them through it and then writes them a check and puts them back whole. So it, it's very similar, and they have just as many positions as a U.S. bank or, you know, um, any kind of lending institution. Have. Well, even for an employer, I mean, mostly when you think of employee benefits and, you know, and liability coverage, it's normally their second business expense outside of, outside of people. What do you think makes, like, UC uniquely qualified to, like, lean into this program? The, uh, the curriculum we follow, uh, you know, there's various industry designations depending on what side of the, um, the, the coin you're on. So life and health, um, financial planning, property and casualty. So, again, I'm an old property and casualty person, hmm. and our professional designations, most of them come from the American Institute for Chartered Property Casualty Underwriters. They just call themselves the Institute. So CPCU, which would be an advanced, similar to an advanced degree, but focused on insurance risk management. Uh, there's a host of other ones, but uh, we teach from their texts. So we're preparing the student, and they, uh, there's eight parts to the CPCU, which the insurance companies covet the, the person has that. And completing my two classes waives two of the eight parts. That's nice. And then we also support and help the students with registering for other courses. So goal is they have a strong foundation when they hit an employer's door. Now, do you have a co-op program? Um, We have summer internships. We have year-round co-ops and then obviously full-time hire. How how many students are in your co-op program? Um, Again, it's almost all of the insurance majors and minors, so it's over 100 students. Wow. Wow. And, again, right now we don't have enough students to give out to industry that are seeking talent. 
Hmm. It is funny because it's not like I I went to college saying I want to work for an employee benefits health insurance yes, company. Yes, you did. <laughs> but it, now it is like a real thing. I if I would have known and if that was what I was interested in and to know I could go into an insurance job or the an industry that helps so much because you're right. People are like, it's not boring. But you you just now it's becoming you can take credits for it and you can study it and then you're just so much more prepared. The the good thing with the millennials is uh, you know. Um, Scott, in my generation, we lucked into it or we knew somebody or we had a family member. Right. So it wasn't what we were planning. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, the millennials, with with getting more exposure and, and having things explained to them, they're actually choosing to go into it. Oh, yeah. Which is a good thing. That's healthy. Agreed. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so just a day in the life of a course, one of your risk management insurance courses, what does it look like? You said you do a lot of case studies. Um is there homework or presentations or group work? Or? No, I, I just give everyone an A. It's no big deal. Yeah. 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 I would sign up for that. <laughs> no, no, it's a little more than that. So typically the student has to read about 40 to 50 pages per week in textbook. Uh, so that's assigned to them before they hit the door for the class. Okay. So I expect them to become prepared having read the material and then having some just general mastery of the material. Mm-hmm. So then I go through it, the highlights. Uh, I try to engage the students. We're like, what does this mean? What is this? What is that? And then uh, break them up into small groups, and they have to come up and handle the problem. So, you know, part of the problem with millennials is they have their, their face and their phone. So we have to teach them how to be able to work with groups and also how to communicate. Right. So one of the reasons why I bring them up to the front of the class in front of everyone else and you know something's hit the fan proverbial fan what are you going to do about it i'm the cfo and i want to understand what you know are we covered why not did you do a good job that is like a crash course in our mb advocate yeah. team and you can't google that in front of a customer <laughs> no <laughs> you gotta know it uh, and i have had students that didn't quite understand a t- uh, phrase or a terminology and i had them go back to their little desk whatever in the middle of everything and look it up on google and then come hey, back down and learn. explain it. So yeah. they, they, when they get embarrassed like that, they usually know it from that point on. Oh, so yeah. it sticks in their head pretty good. When you think of your students and you, and you think about what they do with this degree and specialization, like what, if they ask you, like, what, what can I do with this degree? What do you, what, what do you tell them? Uh, again, depending on the major, but, you know, every insurance company or broker markets their products. So marketing side. You know, all these companies are trying to get hold of data and mm-hmm. do something with it so that they can better predict both product needs, pricing. So predictive modeling, analytical science, you know, or actual science. Um, if you want to go client-facing side, if you think that's your route, there's all sorts of opportunities mm-hmm. from both employee benefits, consulting, uh, insurance company, property and casualty, you know, you name it, there's... there's there's jobs out there that pay very well mm-hmm. and uh, you know you just work hard and you'll do very well in it so I have a question about the professors you clearly have a good industry background mm-hmm. but what other kind of teachers could teach this class would they be finance stats what who would be teaching this I'm in, in the finance department where it usually fits within you know the other schools around the country mm-hmm. so uh, you know insurance and risk management is, is really a finance course because mm-hmm. you're dealing with money in money out so right. um, again we have a lot that are double majors where there'll be finance major and an insurance risk management or marketing and risk management 
So um, the other professors, there's a, we have several that are adjuncts because again, they're the working world adjuncts where they're they're doing it day in day out and they have years of experience. I think that gives a, a, a better ba- you know base knowledge to oh, the yeah. students. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, big schools like University of Cincinnati, there's a lot of focus again on research, which is very needed. But again, we're just that's why I'm an educator and I'm not a PhD. Mm-hmm. You know, it's interesting. So I went back <clears throat> and I talked to Matt Link. Mm-hmm. I'm like, hey, we're going to do this podcast with Bob. <laughs> um, can I can I throw your name out there? Is that OK? So I need to ask his permission. He said, great. I'm like, hey, what? so w- what did you enjoy about, you know, Bob and his class? And he said he said this. He said it was my it was my favorite class <laughs> and he's my favorite professor. I did give him an A. <laughs> I think it's a lot more than that. Mm-hmm. I do. Definitely. You know, I, I try to focus on, you know, even if you don't end up in insurance, at least put your toes in the water. Mm-hmm. Listen to me. You know, embrace the moment, whatever, because you're going to deal with these types of insurance products as you go through life. Mm-hmm. You're all going to have car insurance. You're all going to have a house. You all need life insurance. You all need health insurance. Um, a mortgage company's not going to give you a mortgage unless you have enough down payment. Or then you have to buy special private mortgage insurance. Right. So it, it kind of surrounds our lives, and we have no way around it, so we better understand it. You have to know it. Yeah. So uh, I think, you know, I am I feel good if they walk away and they come back a year or two years later and ask me questions. Now, do you recruit for students? Uh, I go through the, to the College of Business. Yep. Basically, who are you? Why don't I know you? Mm-hmm. What's your major? And you're in the wrong major. You need to come to mine. <laughs> oh, nice. No, so I, I chase them. I think that's awesome. It's, it, it, I was going to say, how do you exactly market to these people? But it sounds like we were joking earlier, Rate My Professor, which has a great way to figure out you know, what the class is about and stuff. But it sounds like the marketing for this doesn't have to be that intense because people want to take the class. You know, you, we have a prob- We have the advantage of everyone's there in the same room, if you will. Mm-hmm. So it's just finding them in the college. I know my students, and if I see a fresh face, and then also I go to the I, the IRM students and like you need to recruit for me. Mm-hmm. So bring a friend. Um, the Gamma Iota Sigma, the business insurance fraternity, that meets every Tuesday from five to six. That's a good way to bring in new students. Just come to the meeting and see if you like it yeah uh we have guest speakers every week come in from uh great american uh cincinnati insurance we just had the uh, one of the officers for the local chartered property casualty underwriter wow. chapter so we have people all the time coming in that are very interesting to listen to um they talk about how did i get into the business do i like it wonder if bob wonder if you invite us to come speak of course Ooh. I would. You think we're interesting enough? I think you are. <laughs> no, that's not true. We actually had you come down a couple of years ago as kind of a starting mm-hmm. point. Ah. So now we would love to have you back. Do you have carriers like Anthem United? I mean, we're all looking for talent. Are they coming to you saying, hey, I just, Bob, we need this many belly buttons in the next five, four or five? Because I'll tell you, selfishly, um, uh, we're, I mean, we're really looking for just great, talented people. And if this resource is, you know, 30 miles down the road, this is this is a great asset. Mm-hmm. It's really why uh, Great American was so generous with their gift is now they don't have to go to Georgia or Temple mm-hmm. or, or Philadelphia right. or whatever. They can just get in the car and come to our campus. So we just had um, um, a insurance risk management focused career fair. 
Um, so it's finance majors, but someone, uh, a student that has interest in insurance or they're majoring or minoring in it. So we had 20 insurance companies or brokers at that. So uh, we're blessed around here. There's lots of insurance mm-hmm. companies. So there's um, Cincinnati, American Modern, Great American, um, Western and Southern, Ohio National, and then we go to Columbus, and there's a whole bunch up there. So w- we have plenty of industry that needs to hire lots of students. Mm-hmm. So, again, the more students we get, the better for everybody. Oh, yeah. So this is just jumping a little bit, but what is the end goal for the program? Do you guys have um, – do you want to do something at the very end? Is there, what's the future look like for this center? Kind of the driving goal, uh, I report to Dr. Steve Slezak, who runs the Carl Linder III Insurance Risk Management Center. Okay. And oversees the curriculum. He's, he's kind of the, 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 the main person, if you will. Mm-hmm. He wants to be in the top five okay. with 350 students, and he's very aggressive. He wants it in three years. Wow. Oh, wow. So to th- it could be done? It can be done, but those are my marching orders. Right. So, uh, And, again, I want to do the same. We want to be nationally recognized as a huge resource for insurance and risk management mm-hmm. student talent. Um, the need's going to just keep going up and up because the baby boomers are still going out the door. Right. And... Um, so we want to be a top program. We want to be known for the quality of our curriculum and that the students are coming out prepared and the industry is very happy that this is what I really like to see. So there's a couple moving parts, but, you know, it's quality of program, name recognition. Uh, we weren't even really on the map three years ago, so we've done a very, very good job of getting recognized. Right. So Business Insurance, which is one of our industry magazines that's widely read, they come out with a uh, directory of the risk and insurance management schools every year. So, again, we've gone from not on the list to the 20th largest. This time out will be the 16th largest. Wow. wow. That's awesome marketing, too, there. Yeah. So that, that gives... In the magazine. We, we have insurance companies and brokers from and, and private industry looking for risk management talent mm-hmm. from uh, as far as, as California, Arizona. So they hear or they see our name or something, but again, that's that's what we want to get done. Wow. What's interesting about the two people that we brought on too, Matt and Idea both, mm-hmm. is the fact that um, uh, they uh, they were really curious about us. Uh, oh sure. And they asked us a ton of questions. We had to lean into them, so they knew they had an asset. They came is, prepared. Exactly, mm-hmm. which is fantastic. So you said uh, about 350 students. So how would students learn more about about the program? Um, we have to find them. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, we have, again, if, uh, we, we push the students to just to come to one of the Gamma Iota Sigma meetings where we have a guest speaker because it's interesting. So uh, we recently had the chief risk officer for Luxottica. Oh, yeah. That is a, a UC grad and came and talked about what he does every day, what's a normal day for him. You know, and they're a global company. They're huge. So the kids kind of sit there wide-eyed and go, wow, I had no idea. That could be me, yeah. Oh, yeah. And um, we usually have an intern that goes with uh, our chief risk officer at the school. So they sit and listen to the broker and the chief risk officer negotiate renewal terms on billions of dollars of physical assets. Mm-hmm. So they're, they're getting pretty cool exposure very, very quickly in their career path. Well, it's an asset, <clears throat> really, in your role that you can use, whether you're in human resources, you're a CFO, you're a CEO, you're in finance. I mean, mm-hmm. it is an asset and knowledge base that you're just going to lo- use for a long time. Some of these kids want to, you know, they're entrepreneurial, they want to start their own company. Well, if they do, 
insurance is going to be one of their expenses, that, and they better understand it. So, again, they, it, there's all sorts of different ways a student can get brought back into um, needing to understand and, uh, and deal with insurance. It's such a necessary thing to learn. I came to MB completely clueless about insurance. I was still on my parents. I didn't really need to know anything yet. And so I, my eyes have been opened in this industry too. And it, it would have been nice if I could have taken a class like that in college because that's the kind of stuff you joke about. You're like, when am I ever going to use like this mathematical formula? But then it's like, man, I wish I knew about my health insurance. Or it is crazy how you don't know. Until well, you we're glad know. you're here. Oh, thanks. Yes, absolutely. And, you know, I promote that, that this is something that they should have as just a base course. Right. Um, That's a hard sell, though, because, again, insurance is kind of over in the corner. Mm -hmm. Well, we haven't done that way, Bob. So, uh, but again, insurance affects you every Every day day. you get in the car, you know. Did I have enough insurance? Did I buy the right insurance? Mm -hmm. If I hit somebody, what's going to happen? If somebody hits me, what's going to happen? So... That's just one piece. Right. So wrapping up here, is there any last words you want to share with our listeners? I just appreciate being uh, here today and and, um, conversing on some of this stuff. Um, You're a key partner for our school, so we appreciate that, certainly. We want you to keep hiring our students. So anything we can do, uh, I'll even rake, you know, the leaves or whatever you need me to do. (laughs) We'll take um, it. (laughs) But we... um, we're proud to be in the community. We just want to, to produce good quality students for an industry that I think is pretty neat. Well, we're really grateful you're here. Hey, thanks for leaning into the lives of young people. Mm-hmm. I mean, Thank people you. like uh, Hydea and Matt, they'll never forget you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I had professors just like that, and uh, I'll never forget them well. It's, it is a, uh, it's an important job. And I'm glad you love it. And yeah. it shows. Yeah, I, I still have the passion. Yeah, mm-hmm. well, you can I, tell. You know, I tell the students, and I'll, I'll be quiet, which is unusual for me. Um, <laughs> you know, when you look at all this stuff, and this is to the freshman, I just did it. I go, there's really three G's. And they just look at me like, yeah, what? <laughs> and I go, good job, good pay, and good work. Mm-hmm. So you want to wake up every morning and want to go back to work. So when that doesn't happen or you go into a job and it doesn't even start, mm-hmm. We're trying to avoid that. Yeah. So, uh, you exactly. know, we're, we're trying to line the student up with what's a long-term career path that helps the insurance company or the broker or the consultant and also helps that student, you know, develop their career. Well, fantastic. Right. Well, that is all the time we have. And if you have any topics or suggestions or questions for Bob, you can um, email me at Kenzie at Healthier Birthdays. Or Scott at HealthierBirthdays.com. Yep. And we will see you next time. All right. Thanks, everybody. Have Thank a great you. day.